Warm intros run the world. It's how humans translate trust with each other. If you want to break into a network, get someone from that network to vouch for you and getting in is much easier. With that said, I don't know how this has happened, but in 2023, getting a warm intro has never been harder. There are thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people aiming to get into very exclusive networks. And the warm intro model isn't effective anymore. There's too much noise for the signal. So if you are a professional, if you're someone that wants to expand your network, what is someone to do? Well, you could spend your time cold emailing, sending LinkedIn emails, and hoping one of 100 people replies gets you a coffee meeting that leads nowhere. Or you could do something different. And today's episode is sponsored by SeedScout, which allows you to do something different. SeedScout is a platform that allows you to request introductions to other people on the network with a click of a button. No more sending long emails, no more sending doing all this research, right? It's simple. You send an intro request. If they want to meet you, they accept, and you're instantly introduced. SeedScout is an alternative way to expand your network that gives someone more context than a cold email, but it's faster to achieve than that warm introduction. So if you are a sick of spending hours, days, weeks, months, even years trying to break into new networks and you just want to try something new, I would check out seedscout.com, S-E-E-D, scout.com. Let's get into today's episode and thanks for listening. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. We talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Jacob Greenfeld, who's a co-founder of Sales.co. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hey, yeah, Matt. Thanks for having me. Yeah, excited to have you on. This is a, I didn't mention this before we started recording, but this is the first podcast I'm doing in my new apartment. So it's breaking new ground, which is uh, very excited. Um, And I'm just looking forward to diving into what you're working on. So to kind of get into it, what is Sales.co? What are you working on? It is an agency that... um... Currently, this is where we started, focuses on cold email, and we are helping primarily SaaS businesses and agencies uh, get new clients, new customers through targeted cold outreach. But we are also um, working with um, quite a few big media businesses, helping them secure sponsors. So this is a relatively new um, branch of what we are doing, but it's growing very fast. Yes, absolutely. So if someone was to engage with 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 any of your services or anything that you do, what would you say kind of an average experience is if someone wanted cold email help or someone really wanted like demand generation, they wanted to do more outbound? How do you help uh, you know, any of your clients? Can you give us an example of what someone could experience if they were to go through kind of your process? Yes. So the the first thing we always do is um really 
working with new clients uh, to understand like their business. And this is also like the, the absolute most fun thing for me. And um, because there is obviously one very easy way to go about cold outbound, which is just spray and pray, right? And this is like what far too many people are doing. And we try to do a very targeted tech-led approach to cold outreach, um, meaning we really try to think hard and figure out where can we find the right kind of people and catch them at the right moment. So we actually, we don't want to be annoying, right? We don't want to spam people. We actually want to uh, find people who get real value from, from the different offers and then, um, yeah, re reach out to them and make it a win-win. And um, just to give one example, um, when we, we have a company, uh, we have a client that helps um, food manufacturers in the US with compliance issues. And um, then you have these um, websites by the government agencies that list companies, um, food manufacturers that currently have issues, right? Um, like they, they, they were inspected and they noticed some issues. So obviously, if we can reach out to these kind of uh, manufacturers and tell them actually, like you have two choices, right? You can either hire someone for this amount or you can use our software for this amount. Um, yeah, this <laughs> is working really well. And we always try to find this uh, unique angle um, where, yeah, it's an easy yes for people. And it's, and it's obviously like a very useful thing to do. Like, you know, sales run everything when it comes to a business, like, you know, revenue is cash flow is king, right? All, all of this good, all these good things. So very valuable. So it leads me to wonder, like, why'd you, you know, why or how did you get into this line of work? You know, is there, you know, what's the origin story for sales.com? And at what point did you decide you wanted to help companies grow? Yeah. So the story is not, not very usual, I would say, because my, my co-founder, Ryan, he worked in sales, Ryan Doyle, uh, worked in sales at different startups. And then he um, founded his own startup called Magic Salesbot. And he was one of the first actually using GPT um, to to um, write cold, cold outbound messages um, at scale. And this business um, was funded by Calm, Calm Fund, and it, it went... Somewhere, as like in the in the beginning, it looked like it, it something is there, but then it never really took off, and he was just struggling making iteration after iteration, and yeah, we knew each other from Twitter. Twitter, I was reading his stuff, so he was always like building it public, sharing like his progress. I was doing the same, so um, this is how we met each other, and always just yeah kept talking, and eventually um, I I said to him like. Yeah, maybe maybe you should you should you should switch the business model because what you're doing right now is not working, right? I, I always saw like the ups and downs, and um, the, what really matters is that people get maximum value out of what you're doing, and how it actually happens doesn't matter, right? Like, and what 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 became clear is that um, the whole software approach was not ideal. Um, because yeah, it's, 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 it was too hard for people to get the value necessary out of it and charge decent money. And what we are do, now doing is, um, we are not using the same tech, but like similar tech on the back end to 
um, to help our clients. And yeah, this is actually like the business model that 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 works because we can charge more because we're actually doing all the work um using these tools ourselves and doing more than that but um yeah we we found that this is the right place for uh, what he was building before and uh, the pivot and um, to a different business model like from SaaS to agency was the right move and we started very casually really just saying this is like an experiment let's try can we sell this are people interested and um yeah, it turned out <laughs> people people were interested, as you said. Like, if you can help people sell uh, sell more, that that is obviously what any company cares about, and it's more than a matter of actually um, them trusting you that you can actually deliver. But if you have this, then obviously you're you're in a good spot. Absolutely, uh, and you mentioned that you you uh, you met your 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 business partner, your co-founder on Twitter. I I do have a quick question on that, like. What is, um, how do you use, like, do you use Twitter? You know, obviously I know the answer to that, but like, how do you use Twitter? How has it been impactful in your business? And like, do you think it's something that everyone should be on or not so much? Like what's your, what's your view on Twitter and business? Yeah, it has evolved quite a bit because, um, I, I did a PhD in physics and afterward was trying to figure out what my next move is going to be. And I was seeing these people building in public people like Peter levels doing like 12, 12 startups in 12 months uh, challenge. And I figured I should try to do something like this. My myself came up with a little challenge um, like this. And one thing I noticed besides just launching a lot of stuff, iterating rapidly is um, that they were all building in public and Twitter was the place to be right. This is where they were sharing updates and um, meeting each other talking to each other so yeah it was natural for me to join and what i did actually in the beginning because <laughs> the very nerdy approach i basically um scraped all the tweets by the the people i i looked up to like all these um um like in a certain circle famous people um building in public and then i sorted their tweets by um the number of likes and then i tried to find patterns like what kind of content is actually resonating and then this became a blueprint in the beginning and it worked i mean um there are there were very clear patterns and i was using them and got a lot of followers very quickly and um i then um moved on a little bit and got kept got got captured in this whole thread wave <laughs> like where everyone was writing these long threads and then yeah i started this guy for 40 hours here like the the super lessons also worked super well it was a it was an amazing hack because if you write about a, a person with a lot of followers in a flattering way they will share your stuff and then suddenly you are you're getting in front of their 200 to followers right and this is how you can grow really fast and now the algorithm has changed the wipe has changed on twitter so i'm i'm using it very differently i i got back to just um yeah tweeting tweeting without an agenda without strategy just raw thoughts um and i think the, the pendulum is definitely swinging in this direction that people are kind of fed up with this polished um over over hypey 
content and really crave this authenticity, the rawness. So I'm I'm leaning into that and um I appreciate when other people are doing it. Um and of course it's also like a lot less effort, right? <laughs> so I'm like quite busy running running the agency right now. So just whenever I have some time I tweet um like I said, no agenda, no plan, no nothing. That's uh for better or for worse, that's that's how I've been rolling the whole time. Like I'll be honest, it doesn't really lead to a lot of i mean i guess i have like a, a, a decent following on twitter but like i um i feel like people jive with the like lawn threads when they're looking to learn um but i just for me i just like tweeting my tweet my shit you know i'm just like oh i feel like this i'm you know this is what i think etc so it's like um i guess a different 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 strokes for different folks i am curious though um as you think about into the future what do you see as the big vision for sales.co and what direction are you rowing in and uh, in 10 years, what does the company look like in your views? Yeah, we are, we are like our our vision, which definitely makes me smile, is becoming becoming the Disney of sales. <laughs> Meaning right now we are we are just focusing on lead gen and really wanna nail this part of the equation. But we wanna wanna branch out and basically providing value. Um, across all steps, meaning um, closing appointment setting, helping people get jobs, media um, is a big one for us, um, educational stuff. So this is like all in the on the roadmap, and we really wanna wanna um, capture all these spots and become the go-to um, company. And this. Um, before we started recording, right, you you mentioned our domain name. And when we started, actually, the name was Damn Good Leads, <laughs> um, like a more, a more fun name. And then we actually, um, Ryan and I, Ryan is like doing the whole digital nomad thing. Um, he's he's uh, He was in Bali, now he's in Costa Rica. And we were meeting up in, in Thailand, in Bangkok. So because it's kind of like 10 hours um, from each each one of us. And um, we just saw that this domain sales.co became available. And um, then we were bidding. So this was not like some grand master plan, but it's more like the the name gave, gave us the direction uh, we want to go in. And yeah, I, I'm very excited about this development. So it's definitely more than just the Legion side, which is our bread and butter and I love it. Um, but eventually we want to, we want to do more than that. hundred percent. And in order to become the Disney of sales, which is a, a stellar vision, um, I'm curious, like you'll need some help, right? It takes a village to make, to make this work and scale and reach the vision. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you raising money, looking for customers, um, looking for partners? Like how can we assist? Yeah. So the, the thing is, we are um, doing well on the cash flow side. I mean, that's just the, one of the beautiful things about running an agency that um, it, you can bootstrap it very comfortably, right? And we have also built like an incredible team. Now, like we had serious problems finding good people in the beginning and went through a lot of iterations, uh, a lot of painful iterations actually building this team. But now we know exactly what we have to look for. And at the same time, because we have this tech-led approach, we can do with a team of um, eight people now, 
what other what takes other agencies i'm sure like 30 people or more so we are good in these in these um departments i would say and our biggest focus right now is just growth so um getting you getting new clients is number one priority this is like our season um we had we had a we had a phase for two months where we actually stopped accepting new clients because we just wanted to focus on existing clients nailing our processes nailing on delivery and this was like the the building season and now we switched into growth mode and just um focus on getting new customers so yeah if if there is anyone um looking to to figure out cold email um or has tried it before and it never worked and the thing is we are we're always happy to chat like no strings attached and just cure it like if you if you need any feedback on your on your processes and you're trying things and they are not working there are usually um a handful of very small tweaks you can make that have a huge impact and you definitely don't um, need to hire an agency if you're willing to invest your own time and money into the infrastructure. This can totally work. So yeah, if um, anyone is interested in obviously hiring us, amazing. But at the same time, also, if you just want to chat about um, cold outreach, um, I, I'm all definitely happy to help. And so is Ryan. Cool. And then from, from my last question, how can someone get in touch with you guys? Do you have a website, social media, email address? Like how can someone get in touch if they want to connect or engage you as a potential client? Yes. Our website is sales.co and um, you can, you can email me Jacob at sales.co. And I'm also on Twitter, as I mentioned at Jacob Greenfield. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me.